For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we're doing our bit to make the world happier one conscious moment at a time. Yeah, but we're not succeeding, Dane. We're failing. What? We're failing. Everybody's unhappy. We're failing? Oh, yeah, we're not. Okay. We're doing fine. We're We're over ourselves. Okay, Okay, good. So what's our subject today, my friend? Uh, You know, the elegance of living. Ah, yes. You know, and it's like the thing about the elegance of living that people sort of don't get is elegance is the least amount of effort to create the greatest result. And it's like this is... This is called recognizing that one piece of energy applied in a certain location will create more effect than like massive amounts of energy that we do from a place of effort. Right. So it's like you want the least amount of effort to create the greatest result. So that's what we, uh, we shoot for here. So we are, uh, we are ready to, to understand that there's somebody who's on the line waiting for us. I didn't get from the technician guy if it was Alexander or Alexandra. But Alexander. Whatever it was. Alexander? Alexander, yeah. go for it. What's your question? Hi, Dane and Gary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi there. Sorry. What's that? What can we do uh, for you? I've made this big choice to to stop resisting my potency and my personal power. And um, I've been listening. uh, uh, I listened to the bully um, podcast, the thing about bullying. And I, I started to realize that, and I started to get more awarenesses that I was just giving power to a lot of nasty people in my life. And as soon as I removed that and I destroyed and uncreated it, I realized how powerful I actually am. And I have chosen to let that energy shine out and focus that energy on myself. But now I've made this big choice to be, to be me and to be this phenomenal singer. Uh, where do I go from here? How do I go beyond that? And how do I choose it? And how do I deal with the day-to-day life to keep choosing it? Well, it's called 10-second increments of choice. Right, right. Okay, all you got to do is choose every 10 seconds. It's got like it. the thing is, you, what you tried to do right there in, in your questions, you tried to come to a conclusion about what you had to choose. Mm-hmm. It's like the reality is you made a choice. Now, what's it going to lead to? And this is oh. a question you might want to use. What is this going to lead to? What is mm-hmm. this choice going to lead to? 
Mm-hmm. And it's like if you get up every morning and you function from where is this leading me, it's like right. you, you know, like this choice has already started you on a road. Now, where is it leading me? Where is it going next? What's going mm-hmm. to happen as well? So wow. you start from that and then all of a sudden things start to shift and change and it becomes easier. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I had a, could I ask another question? Sure. Um, I've been, ever since I started uh, doing more of the entity calls and doing a lot of demon clearings, I have developed or have created or something. There's this rash that has shown up on certain parts of my body and I keep scratching it until it bleeds. And I'm, I'm just wondering, like, is, there anything I can do about that or a different way to unchoose it? Because I've done, I've been doing tons of clearings and alternative work outside of access to move forward and it's just not changing. So. Okay. So I would personally, it's like, sounds like you're coming down with the case of psoriasis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's like you might want to ask what invention am I using to create mm-hmm. – what invention of stress am I using to create oh. the psoriasis I am choosing? That's – yeah, yeah, because it is really stressful at work. Um, and I am okay. surrounded oh. by a lot of uh, – a lot of I – don't, I don't know, like – I. I listened to a call with you guys a while ago about pock and potting the imprinting of wherever you were a rattlesnake or an elf in a past life, or it was something like that. Yeah. But I, are you acknowledging the elves and rattlesnakes in your life? I, I am, yeah. But I feel like I'm also resisting it in a way. Like, I feel like I'm so oh. like, oh, no, but true caring means that you're kind. But I'm like, Oh, true caring means you acknowledge. I mean, a rattlesnake doesn't want to be called, you know, a rattlesnake does not want to be called a garden snake. (laughs) So what do you acknowledge the rattlesnake for what it is? That's actually kindness. It's actually kindness to you and it's kindness to them. Gary actually had this story about this lady who um, came to access. She was an acupuncturist in New York and she mm-hmm. called him and said, look, I don't know what to do. I've got this one patient, and I hate when she comes in. She's the meanest person that I have ever met in my life, mm-hmm. and I don't want to work on her anymore, but I don't know what to do. And Gary said, look, just acknowledge it. She's a rattlesnake, that, and yeah. don't turn your back on her because she'll bite you because that's what she does. Yeah. And, and she went, just acknowledge it? And the lady's like, yep, just acknowledge it. And Gary said, yeah, just acknowledge it. So she did. And the lady comes in on a, like a Thursday or Friday, and she – and." The lady didn't, the acupuncturist didn't say anything to her. She just acknowledged in her own world, this woman is a rattlesnake Mm -hmm. and continued to do the appointment. And the lady comes in the following week and she says, I don't know what you've done to me. She says, but I want to thank you. She said, I don't know what you did after our last appointment, but it changed something fundamental in my world. She said, I've got to tell you, I'm one of the meanest people I know. And I've been this way as long as I can remember. And I don't want to be this anyway anymore. I want to bring a child into the world. And I don't want to bring a child into this environment, which is like the environment I grew up in. So I want to change. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So just acknowledge the rattlesnakes and the evil little fucks in your life. Yeah. Kindness is acknowledgement. It's also elegant. Sorry. (laughs) 
No, no worries. Uh, I, uh, because I, I had a situation occur and this thing keeps happening because either I'm creating it or I'm welcoming it in. And it's like, I keep attracting people to me that are rattlesnakes and I think that I can help them and I just keep getting bitten. <laughs> yeah. So, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> you think you can help anybody? You can't help people. People can't, you can't help anybody unless they're asking for help. Right. Right. That's your mistake. You think that because they need it, you can give it. Stop mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And the because other thing I, you might look at, Alex, is that help is a superior position. Yeah. I know. So I know. you're kind of being a superior asshole. But how do you tell them to fuck off when they're constantly trying to fuck you over and everybody's saying, oh, you need to be kind? How It gets to a you point say, where... Thank you so much for... You say, thank you so much for your judgment. I'm very grateful. <laughs> Okay, I'll do that. I have never Try it, done see that. See what happens. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cuz I, okay. I you guys honestly like I I this might be a conclusion too, but this is why I'm calling in or why. Um I I can't seem to hold a regular job because everybody's trying to fuck each other over to get to the top and I'm like, why am I not creating money on my own? Like well I, you know, sweet man. Yeah, you got to figure out something. You're a humanoid. Humanoids <laughs> do a job until they can't stand it anymore, and then they move on to another job. Yeah. You can't figure out what you really want to do because you haven't done enough things that you don't want to do yet. <laughs> so everything you've done to make you wrong for going from job to job to job to job and everybody else's projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections... Will you destroy an engraver, please? I gladly, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Hey, Alex, I, I hate to do it, but we have another person hanging on the line to talk to us. So thank I think we're so going to have to go. But thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. And we have Shane from Philadelphia. Hi, guys. How are you? Very hey, good. Shane. How are you, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, so I was wondering uh, what, I guess, what it would take to uh, have, I guess, uh, you could call it like the maximum conceivable elegance of just uh, doing absolutely nothing and having everything uh, show up just perfect, <laughs> joyful, well, and glorious. Doing absolutely nothing is actually not infinite being. And it's also, I love your, I love your MCE, your maximum conceivable elegance. I love that idea. <laughs> the difficulty is you have a conclusion or two about what that's supposed to look like, that yeah. it may not actually be. Now, the difficulty is that we have this weird idea that if we're truly being, we do nothing. The reality is, if you're truly being, you can do everything. And, you know, but being able to do everything lets you know what you can do that could create the greatest change in your life. And that's the maximum Conceivable elegance. The MCE. Okay, Thank good. you. I like it. Thank you. We're going to steal that from you. Yeah, Shane. thanks, okay. Shane. We appreciate that. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> we will give credit where credit is due. Um, and the thing is, you know, we have these ideas and, and what we're taught in these weird spiritual things that we do and all kinds of stuff is that 
that's the ultimate is when you don't have to do anything. I mean, that's the goal of retirement, you know, get to the place where you no longer have to do anything. But I mean, really, when you stop doing things, don't you get so bored you just want to kick people? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's not that you don't want to do anything. You want to be able to do everything, but you want to do everything with the least amount of effort. So it has the greatest result, most bang for your buck, so to speak, greatest result for the least amount of effort. So would you please do one thing for us here? Give up the idea that doing nothing is a great thing to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Everything that is times a godzillion. Right, right wrong, good, good bad, 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 See, from our point of view, we love to do things. It's like we love doing this radio show. We love facilitating classes. We love to work with people one-on-one. We love to travel. We love to ride horses. I love to ride jet skis. I love to run on the beach. I love to ride my motorcycle. I love to ride my bike. I love. I like to lie in the sun. I mean, it's like I love to have wonderful, amazing conversations with people. It's like truly if you realize that, that doing from being is actually one of the greatest joys there is, you stop avoiding that doing and realize, wow, if I can simply be me while doing all of this, then I've got it all. And, you know, it's like, wouldn't you like to have a more intense life, but intense without trauma and drama? Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so here's a, here's a question is that, uh, although, you know, maybe you guys just shifted it with that last pod pox, but um, whenever, whenever I've gotten engaged in, in doing or, uh, you know, working out or, or uh, doing a job or any really intense doing, I, I've just, every single time I've, all this heaviness has just come up and I've just gotten totally bogged down and I, then I find a way to, you know, to get out of it and go back to doing, you know, less. Well, one of the things you got to do is you got to look at it and is the heaviness yours? Okay? Because it's no. like I used to go... I used to go work out, and I would go, oh, my God, I'm so judgmental. And I went, because I hear the judgments that people had of their bodies. You'd watch somebody who had a damn near perfect body going, you know, sitting there going, oh, my lats are too little. My lats are too little. My lats are too little. And it's like, and, of course, that didn't make them grow. That made them smaller because that's what you're telling your body. Make your smart, you know, make those lats little. And so the people sit there judgment of their body and it's like, uh, wait a minute. It's like, how is this fun working out? The purpose of life should be living for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't doing it for fun, you ain't doing it your way. So it's, it's just other people's you, stuff. Is that- yeah, it's other people's stuff. You, I, yeah, it's like, I hate to tell you this, my friend, but 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't belong to you. What, what did you just say? I think I just had one of those. 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions do not belong to you. Right, right. Yeah. It's all the stuff you pick up from others. And the difficulty is it feels just like yours and feels just like you. Otherwise, you would never buy it as yours. So what happens is you end up thinking that all of this stuff is yours all this stuff, all this weird stuff in your head, all this, you know, intensity, all this stuff you're talking about, except it's not. And you've been picking it up your entire life thinking it is. So all everything you've done to buy that everything you've been picking up on, everything you've been aware of is actually yours, we destroy it in creative place. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so we're going to have to go to break in a minute, but uh, we have Karen and Jessica waiting for questions. Can you guys please hold until after the commercial so that we can come back and get you? And okay, Sean, anything? Shane, is there anything else you want to ask? Um, no. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, <you>. cool. <laughs> so please know that you, you got to get clear. It's like you got to ask the question: Is this really mine? When you go to work out. A, you know, it's like, you ever been to a gym? There's nothing light about a gym. It's heavy. It's miserable. Why? Because everybody in there is judging their own bodies and judging their bodies in comparison with everybody else's body. You would work out and have fun based on what? Only if you know that none of it belongs to you, can you still have fun? Cool. Cool. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. You're Thanks welcome. for calling. Nice. Nice. That was cool. Nice, as we like to say since we're in Australia. Well, yeah, right well, we, we had to learn how to say Aussie words from a three-year-old. Exactly. Nice. Nice. I said that the other night. Somebody said, where'd you learn to speak? I'm like, from a three-year-old. I'm yeah. Like, oh, hey, cool. Awesome. Yeah. There's an elegance in that, you know. Yeah. They don't know very many words. They have to make them count. Yeah. yeah. They have to, you know, like really put emphasis on it. And it's like, exactly. I love the fact that over here it's massage, not massage. Oh, not only that, but you know the company called Adidas in the United States? Yeah. You know what they call them here? No. Adidas. Adidas? Adidas. Oh, my God. I saw a commercial the other day, like Adidas. And I was like, what the hell is an Adidas? And uh, apparently it's Adidas. So I think it's kind of interesting how these things just... Yeah, and we think we speak the same language. Yeah. No, we don't. No, we do not. And that is also one of the things that confuses us out in the world. Because we think everybody is speaking the same language we speak. Well, we speak. think everybody understands the words we use. And we think everybody understands the energy the same way we understand it yeah. and gets the same thing, except they don't. Yeah. They you know, can't. Like one of the things you got to know, it's like, just look at this, okay? So the word love. How many definitions are there for the word love? A million? Oof. Trillion? A zillion? Or a godzillion to the nth, nth, nth degree? So many. So At many. Least that and many. It's like, so it's like if I say I love you and that doesn't match the energy of what your idea of love is, then we're actually talking two different universes and that's why people have such a hard time. Try being in gratitude for people. It's a whole lot easier. So true. So, on that note, welcome to The Elegance of Living, which we will explore more after these messages on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Thanks, y'all. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, 
Is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Okay, and I think, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back. Welcome forward. Welcome yeah, wherever, sideways. Whatever way you're Welcome going. to some other direction than the direction you were sideways, headed. And that's considered yeah. forward. Well, exactly. You know, but I think that's the way most of us function in our lives. Like, uh-huh. we're perhaps going sideways, thinking we're moving forward. In actuality, we're not getting anywhere. Living in this hard shell. Yeah. Believing you have to squeeze things. Anyway. Yeah. anyway. Okay. Anyway. anyway. So, we have Karen from Maine who has a question. Karen, are you there? Yes, thanks for taking my call. Hi, Gary and Dane. Um, my Hi question there. is, I have like, a two-part question. Um, on one of your talk shows, um, Gary, you said something about the ergonomics of elegance of living, so I want you to explain that a little bit if you can. And also, um, I work with seniors, and we have a lot of discussions about um, death, and I was wondering how we can have more elegance in my conversations about death um, so that it creates more ease in their world. Well, the one thing you got to do is recognize death is not the end. It's the beginning of a new possibility. And so it's how like, do I convey and, that? What's that? How do I convey that when I'm having conversations with them? Say, well, so are you really going to die or are you going to go get a new body? <laughs> okay. You know, just ask questions. Some will go, okay. yes, I'm going to die. And others will go, oh, I never considered that. So if you were going to create your next lifetime... So what would you have in your next lifetime? What kind of family would you have this next lifetime? What kind of, you know, would you come to a poor family or a rich family? Would you come to, you know, it's like, what would you choose? It's like I did this with a friend of mine. I said, okay, so next lifetime, what are you going to choose? She says, I'm going to have a family that has nine children. <laughs> I said, why? She said, because I was an only child this lifetime and it wasn't that much fun. I said, I think you're going to find that nine children is not about that much fun either, but if that's what you want, go for it. And are you going to come to a rich family or a poor family? I'm going to come to a family that's comfortable with money. I said, what do you mean by comfortable with money? Well, she said, it's like comfortable with money means that, that they don't have the poverty mentality of you can't have, but they don't have the I have to spend it all mentality of some people. 
I went, okay, cool. So comfortable with money. What else do you want? And it's like, and so she went through the list of what she wanted her next lifetime to be. And about four months later, she was gone. See, and in sometimes in actually going through that list and creating that possible future to step into, it gives people the ease they need to actually leave. Because, I mean, you know, who else is going to talk to them from that place? Who else is going to give them the chance to create their future? But it's interesting. That also is part of the elegance of living. You know, part of the elegance of living is realizing that would an infinite being truly die? No, you just get to go do something else. Go get to get another body. And when you start to actually create that from here, it gives you the space to know that it's actually okay to let this body go and you can head out with a sense of ease. So now, what is your definition of ergonomics? Um, just Well, ergonomics is fitting the work to the person. So, so fitting a life to the person, to your personality, to... No, it's, it's, fitting, it's fitting your personality to your life. Oh. You know, it's like, what, you know, it's like the thing is, you're working with senior citizens and you're able to, you know, to deal with death. Some people are not. You know, it's like, I, I can deal with death because it's like, I know it's a choice. Do you realize how few people have the idea that death is a choice? How can you say that to someone? I mean, you just feel so uncomfortable to say that to somebody. Yeah, but it's only uncomfortable to say it to them if that's their point of view, that it's uncomfortable for them to hear. Oh, so I'm picking up their judgments? Yep. (laughs) Okay. See, honey, I hate to tell you this, but you're incredibly aware. Okay. You know, you and everybody else who has called in, if any of you were any hairier, you'd be a werewolves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, really bad joke. But, I mean, really, it's like you have so much awareness and you've never thought of, you know, you probably heard who does this belong to probably a number of times, but you don't actually think of it in the moment when it feels like all of this uncomfortableness is there because that you've already decided is real and yours. And the thing is, you got to get most people are really uncomfortable talking about death because they think it's a terrible thing. You know, it's like we resist death like crazy. My point of view, death should be a celebration just like birth is. If we did that, then people wouldn't fear death. They'd recognize, oh, it's my time. Good, I get to go. And that's really cool. A, a really cool world. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's part of what you can begin to create in the world. And with, with our friend Mary, we planned the celebration of her death. Okay, Mary, so what we're going to do for your, when you die, we're going to have a celebration at your house. I'm going to put out all the things that you have left over and let people take whatever they want. That way you don't have to divide up your shit. You just, it's there for people to take if they want it. The things they want to remember you by. And we're going to serve champagne and caviar. And just because I know you would never do that. And we're going to have those little cucumber sandwiches and egg sandwiches like they do for, you know, for English tea. And she says, oh, that sounds perfect. That would be the perfect celebration for me. And when we talked about her celebration, it's like, and I asked people, I said, well, is there anything you'd like to say about Mary? And, you know, some people tried to do the tears thing and others talked about the funny things she did. I said, you know, it's like, let's, cel- let's have a celebration of the fact that she was here and she was part of our lives. Let's not do this about how terrible it is that she left. You know what? Death is a choice. We need to make it when we make it. 
Okay. Cool. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jessica from Los Angeles, do you have a question? Yes. Um, Thank you, guys. So um, I'm total humanoid. I'm aware of this. I have done so many different things from, like, engineering and, and, and coaching and coffee. Like, you name it, I've done it. And now I find myself at a point in life where I'm comfortable. I've had a lot of elegance, not as much as I'd like to have, but I'm getting there. But I find myself right now, you know, there's nothing that I really, really would love to do, I don't think, and that confuses me because I've always had this motivation and this spark that drives me to do one project or another, and I feel like in the last couple of months, I've lost that spark, and I tried doing the thing that Shane talked about, doing nothing, and that made me batshit crazy, (laughs) and so I was like, okay... If I don't have that thing from inside me pulling me towards something, what do I choose? Okay, so you got to get that when you actually have done pretty much the majority of things that you thought you wanted to do really badly, when yeah, you've done those yeah. and you're pretty comfortable with yourself and pretty comfortable with your life, that's the moment at which you go, okay, so what am I capable of creating that I've never chosen? See, it's like motivation is this idea that there's something outside of us that drives us to do something. Or something inside of us that drives us to somewhere, right? Well, right. it's actually usually something outside of us. We just think it's inside of us. Oh. It's like, would an infinite being truly be driven? Driven? Not driven. really. No, oh. they wouldn't have something that would be a driving force. And motivation is the idea that something drives you to do something. Now you have to do creation. And it's like you have to step up to being a creator now instead of... Someone who's being driven around like you, you know, driving Miss Daisy. You got to get, there's this place in you where you can create from now. When you get to that place where you're comfortable and you don't have any real motivation. Okay, in this 10 seconds, what would I like to create? And what can I create that I've never created before and never chosen before? I keep trying to Then you'll get the inspiration instead of the motivation. You are correct. Right now you are drawing a blank. So stop looking for the conclusion. And the answer. Look, allow the question to open up the door to greater awareness than you had before you asked the question. The conclusion I keep coming to is like, okay, now is a good time for me to choose my music career. I don't have any other obligations. And then it's just like, eh, that seems too heavy. That seems too hard. It seems like too much work. And I'm used to things coming easy. Well, you know, it's like, what makes you think this won't be easy, too? Good question. <laughs> Who's Hello. putting you for you, buying lady? Remember that thing about 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions not belonging to you? Yes. Yeah. Remember and that thing of if you were any hairier, you'd be in a werewolf? Yes. Uh-huh. Is that truly your crap about the singing or somebody else's? A lot of somebody else's. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's always good to buy other people's crap from Crapco in bulk because you get it so cheap. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't feel good. Think, but, okay, you know, like, how will look, I know? Like, I choose it. Say so, I decide to just choose me to just choose it because just come. How will I know that that's what I really want? It doesn't matter whether it's really what you really want. As soon as you don't want to do it, you'll stop. Haven't you noticed? Yes, that's exactly what I do. As soon as I want to do it, I'm, out, I'm over. I'm out at the door. Exactly. Exactly. Welcome to Humanoidville. But, 
So everything you've done to make that wrong and everywhere you've decided this next one has to be for keeps and I must do it for, for the rest of my life for, for real. real. For real. For real. For real. and cradle that place. Right and run, good and bad, pot and fuck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Honestly, guys, I fear after this, there'll be nothing left. Like, that'll be it. I'll just like, all right. Oh, no, honey. It's like, you know, it's like by what you said, you've already moved into that place where you want to do creation. Because to be, you know, to have a music career, you actually have to be creative. So it's like you're moving into that place of creation where it's about inspiration, not perspiration or motivation. Or perspiration either. Or perspiration. Yeah. I said it wrong. Or Presbyterianism. It's about none of those things. Yeah. <laughs> it's about creation and choice. Yep. So this is just you know, it's like, all you got to do is ask the question, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? If I don't choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And you'll know which one feels <laughs> like it's moving you forward to what you'd like to create as your life. And, and literally do that and get the sense of it, get the energy of it. And realize this also. We tend to have this idea, oh, I'm starting my music career, so that means that I've got to start and I've got to finish and I've got to do every step along the way. It could be you start the friggin' music career, you meet somebody you really like who's doing something totally different, you go off and create a totally different business, but if you had never made the step to start the music career, that never would have been an option available to you because you wouldn't have met that person. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, that explains you, why when I ask that question, it feels lighter to go in that direction even though I can sense that's not exactly where I'm going to end up. Oh, you mean you're aware? Yeah. You are an aware wolf. See? Well, I'm aware hair. that that's not the end goal. Like, that's not going to be the end of it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, there is no end until you give up living. Right. And you ain't done yet, honey. That's right. There's long as there's just beginning. Long as there's hair on those knuckles, you're ready to keep going. No, that was something okay. else. Okay. So... <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hopefully hopefully that helps. And this is actually another example of that 10-second increments of choice because rather than than believing that you make the choice for this 10 seconds and then it has to show up this way and be this way and end up this way, it doesn't actually have to be anymore. So this 10-second increments of choice is actually one of the biggest elements of the elegance of living. Yes, because you live in 10-second increments. You go, oh, this is fun. Oh, this is not fun. Okay, this is fun. This is not fun. And it's like you begin to see where you really would like to create your life from based on, okay, I got 10 seconds to live the rest of my life right now. The world is filled with lions, tigers, bears, and poisonous snakes. I got 10 seconds to live the rest of my life. What are you going to choose? And it's like most of us, if I ask that question, most of us will do like three choices and then we run out of choice because we've never recognized that we have infinite choice and infinite possibility. All we got to do is keep asking the question. So it's like if you start to function from this new place of, okay, I got 10 seconds to live the rest of my life. What would I choose now? You will be in the process of creating your life, which is what I talked about in the beginning. Right. I guess I'm afraid that I I won't build anything if I keep changing my mind. Oh, 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 oh. What a crock of shit. (laughs) You're not afraid of anything. And once again, who does that belong to? Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Let's talk about your fear for just a moment. Let's talk. Okay, so you, uh, you know, in an emergency situation, do you get calm, cool, and collected and handle it or fall apart and run away? 
first one first, and then I, a week later, then I fall apart. <laughs> a week oh, yeah. later. A week later. Oh, yeah. That's not falling apart, honey. That's pretending you're traumatized by your awareness. Right. That's pretense. So it's like if okay. you don't fall apart or run away during an emergency situation, you have no fear. Keep, keep on trying to buy that you have fear. You've changed jobs too many times to have fear of anything. So get over it. Don't enjoy it, though. Don't enjoy it. Don't have fun. Don't enjoy your new fear-free life where you're not nearly as effed up as you thought you were. That would be bad. <sighs> it's more fun to believe you're completely well, fucked up, isn't it? Don't be fucked up, you cool, for a second. All right, I'm over it now. Okay, Thank guys. you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that's the way to get over it, folks. Just like that. Okay, I'm over it. Yeah. Never mind. That's called Next. choice. Yeah. Yes. And choice is always the key. Choice is always greater than processing or anything else. Just choose. choose. So we have these processes for when you can't seem to choose. And that's what yeah. the processing is for. But other than that, it's choice, man. It's like, okay, no more being a poopy head. I'm done with it. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. And there's so, no wrong, right? There's nothing that you could choose that would ever, ever, ever in the history of ever be wrong. No. I mean, it may not be your best choice, but you wouldn't be wrong. You know, it's like I've made lots of choices, but every one of my choices created awareness. Haven't yours? Okay. Yeah. You know, you get awareness from making a choice. The purpose of question, the purpose of choice, the purpose of a possibility is always to gain awareness, not to come to the conclusion or get it right. And dare I say, having choice as that is actually, one, once again, one of the biggest aspects of the elegance of living. That is. So, and on that note. We're going to have to go to break. Jessica, thank you for your question. Shane, Karen, everybody, thank you for your questions. We love you guys and your questions. And Alex, thank you. And uh, we're going to go to break on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. This is Dane. And Gary. Be right back. Bye. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? 
check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back and forward or sideways or whichever way. Yeah, welcome in some other direction. Yeah. So, uh, so number one, I came up with a process after talking to uh-huh. all these people. I love it. So, <clears throat> what elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing? That if you would choose it, would create the joyful life and living you've pretended you desired, but never have willingly been choosing. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yo! Oh, that's a good one. Did you get it all? Yeah. Yo, you tried getting all that on your iPhone. Yeah, I know. You're fast, and it autocorrects in its own way. Uh, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, we need an elegant autocorrect solution. Exactly. That would be awesome. If somebody would invent that. That would be really uh-huh. elegant. I'm willing to invent it, so okay, I have good. no idea how. Okay, that, that does make it a little tough. Hmm. So, what, so what elegance are you refusing that you what truly... What elegance, yeah, okay, of living. Of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing, that if you would choose it, would allow you to have the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose. Everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, meows. Yeah, because what I noticed is that everybody that we talked to, they weren't willing to have it that easy. Right. Because the elegance of living is making everything ease, joy, and glory. Right. And it's like not making it a difficulty or problem, but another place of ease, joy, and glory. Exactly. And speaking of ease, joy, and glory, they're doing construction outside. So, unfortunately, if you're hearing noise, that's us. We apologize. So, what elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose? Everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Hmm. Wow. 
What elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose, it would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose? Everything that is, times a good zillion, we destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, poison, beyond. You know, it's interesting. People choose not to have the elegance of life and living because people around them won't a lot of times. Well, it's like most people are not willing to have things easy. You know, it's like the lady that I, I knew this lady who, you know, she made like, she made about $200 an hour. <coughs> Sorry. And on her days off, she'd go to thrift stores to shop. And she found some dress and she said, oh, my God, I got this $3,000 dress for $800. I said, wow, that's really cool. How many hours did you spend thrift storing to get that? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? That's my fun in life. So it's fun. It's more fun for you to spend your time looking for a bargain than it is to create the money that allows you to get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The elegance of living is knowing if you want it, you'll find a way to get it, not you have to go do it a particular way. Always being in the question of how can I create this, not what do I have to do in my normal way to get what I want. Yes. How do I create it, <clears throat> not what I have to do in my normal way. And realizing that and one of the things that, that – was so valuable. I think you said that during when the global financial crisis occurred, and you'd been talking about it a lot before that, but one of the things that people would do is they'd go, oh, what do I need to cut out of my life to live within my new means that is less than my old means? Yeah. And what you said is, um, what about what else do I have to create so I can have everything I desire? Yeah. Which is, once again, it's the same thing, totally different point of view than what most of us have been handed. Most of us have been looking for how we have to cut things out of our life. Yeah, so what how we have, have to, to diminish from my life to yeah. get what I want. Rather than what can I create differently that allow me to have everything I desire and more. Yeah, and what so can there. I do or be different that would allow me to have everything I desire. Yeah. So what elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it, would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose? Everything that is, times a gazillion, we destroy and create a place. <sighs> Right and wrong, good and bad, mm-hmm. hot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Good deal of unconsciousness attached to yes, this Yes, quite a bit, my friend. So what elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose? Everything that is, times a gazillion, we destroy and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, hot <clears throat> and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. <clears throat> Excuse me. One more time, Dr. Apparently, Bain. I'm like Miss Piggy. What's that? Well, you know why she got a little frog caught in your throat, huh? Exactly. Okay, good. Uh-huh. You know, you just, you just gave the punchline of my joke. Oh, sorry. Right there. What kind of straight what? man are you if you're going to oh. give the punchline of my joke? I'm a straight crooked man. <laughs> you're into this elegance thing. You're like, hey, yeah. I'll just tell it. That way just you won't have to go the through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Very okay, smart. Very, no, what I want to know is what are you doing swallowing frogs? I'm just saying. I've had a little... So anyway, you know why Miss Piggy can't count to 100? Because every time she gets to 69, she gets a little frog in her throat. Okay, there you go. That's, that was our bad joke. But, I mean, there are not many jokes where you can put the Muppets and sex in the same sentence. You know what Good I'm saying? Good point. I'm eight really, years old, and then usually it's a yeah, movie joke. that's true. And let's not even begin to go there. No, let's not. Yeah. Okay, good. So what elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose? 
Everything that is times a godzillion we just run and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, Lord, love a duck. What elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose? Everything that is times a godzillion we just run and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Hmm. Well, apparently this elegance of living is a little more intense than most people are willing to acknowledge. Uh, apparently. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like I think, you know, the other thing is there's a whole lot of misidentification and misapplication about what elegance of living is. A whole lot of people have the idea that you have velvet couches and velvet curtains and, right. you know, and champagne hey. and caviar all the time, which is not necessarily the elegance of living. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like the other day when we went out to lunch to that little Mexican restaurant, uh-huh. we found this little, this great little Mexican restaurant. Oh, in it's yummy. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's a hole in the wall. Yeah. Reminds me of my time in the ghetto. Literally, the only good thing about living in the ghetto was this hole in the wall Mexican restaurant that had the best food. Even as a kid, I was saucy. I liked it. Yeah. So yeah. we found this place and it was like, I mean, you know, let's just say the ambiance is, uh, well, how, do, how would you put it, my friend? Uh, shabby chic. Shabby, yes. Yeah. I, I think we're just going to go with shabby. Let's okay. just go with shabby. <laughs> but it's like, it's a great, great food. Awesome, awesome food. Awesome food. And it's like, and they don't know how to make margaritas, so we asked for a margarita with Don Julio Reposado, so they give us a shot of tequila and then they bring us a shot of Don Julio so we get a double shot in our margarita which wasn't exactly what we were shooting for but but it works you know what you know when in Rome yeah so when in tequila land drink the tequila exactly and the thing is the people that are there are really cool too yeah they're like hey you want this oh it's so sweet and wonderful yeah and it's like and half of them don't speak English so it taxes our Spanish speaking capacity we get the Pretend we speak Spanish, which yeah, I think is wonderful. We have a Spanglish kind of universe. Exactly. So, but we Hablamos poquito, pero no muchísimo. No, yeah. comprendo, no comprendo. No comprendemos no muchísimo. Entiendo, no entiendo. Exactly. So there. There. So, okay, oh, now. back to our process. Yes. So, what elegance of living are you Oh, ref- I know what I was going to say. Oh. The elegance of living was that going to that simple place gave you this elegant element of really great food yeah and it's like that's an elegance of living when you can go to a place and get great food and it's not about the way it looks it's not about the music although i love the fact that they have a jukebox and they play you know latin music because i like that but it's the thing that it's it's this elegance of they keep it simple they keep it straightforward they serve the same type of food each time but it never tastes exactly the same because they make it from scratch daily. Yeah, and it's really yummy. Yeah. And to be able to have that is something that actually contributes to the elegance of living. So one of the things you might want to look at, everybody, is what is it for you that you could surround yourself with that would contribute to elegance of living for you? Like for us, finding this place has just made Houston a lot more fun to live in. One little Mexican restaurant close to our house you know, because it's like this thing where every time we go, it's like our bodies go, yay! Yeah, this level and, of happiness and joy and that elegance of the food, the elegance and the simplicity of it. And sometimes yeah. elegance is simplicity. Sometimes it's the least amount for the greatest result. Absolutely. And it's like, that's just 
you know, you want those things that create the greatest moments of your life so that every moment is an orgasmic feast. And just ask for that to show up. Hey, what's it going to take for me to be surrounded with the elements of the elegance of living for me? It's going to be different for you than it will be for us. Everybody's going to be different, and some things will be similar. Well, I mean, it's like when you get to go out on your jet ski. And oh, my you know, God, yes. jump waves. You know, you have 10-foot yes. waves, you know, like that you're jumping yes. through or off of or whatever. Yes. That's <laughs> elegance of living for you. That has that creates a sense of joy. And if you live elegantly, there's a constant state of joy in your life. So you got you got to look for that as the element of elegance that actually is going to create the life you'd really like to have. Yes. And you're like, folks, if you can get that piece of it, true elegance is knowing that, you know, it's like you can go to the least elegant, the least, you know, extravagant restaurant in the world and it's elegant. Or you can go to the most extravagant restaurant in the world and it's elegant. It's not about what you spend. It's not about how it looks. It's not about any of that. It's about the effort it takes to find something that's so beautiful and wonderful and elegant in the way it's done and the way it's created that you get this sense of joy and possibility from it. And it's also about the energy that it contributes to your life and living. Oh, yeah. Definitely you know, an energy. elegance of living is where you actually enjoy living. Yes. You actually have gratitude for being alive. And it's not about the motivation to live. It's the choice to it's live. It's the choice. And you start to realize that everything in your life becomes choice or that it is choice has always been choice but you can actually start to perceive it when you function from this elegance of living because you realize that there are lots of non-elegant solutions <clears throat> and they are solutions and there are lots of non-elegant things you can choose that will not contribute to the joy in your life and living the elegant things will and that's what this is about is it's an energy of that space that joy and that possibility yeah, and like see the ultimate the ultimate recognition of elegance is the recognition of the energy you can apply to something or you can change in something that will create something that's greater than what you currently have. And it's like that place of finding that little Mexican restaurant or finding that great wave or you know, finding that horse that runs just the way you like, whatever it is. Those are the elegant moments in which you receive dynamically. Elegance of living is the willingness to receive to a degree that nobody else has ever encouraged you to do. So with our last two minutes, so what elegance of living, hopefully not our last two minutes on this planet, but just for this particular oh, well, show. Even if it's the last two minutes on the planet. It'll be good two be minutes. Good. So what elegance of living are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it, would create the joyful life and living you pretended you've desired but never been willing to choose. Everything that is, times a gazillion, we destroy and create it, please. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, poised mounts, still plenty of unconsciousness on it. So whatever you do, folks, don't put that on loop and listen to it nonstop because that would make your life too easy. Exactly, and then you'd have too much fun, and that, yeah. would, be and that would be very elegant, and you don't want that kind of elegance. You really want to have a miserable life because it's more fun. And you know what, if, if you're interested in sort of diving deeper into that elegance of living, that's really what a lot of the access classes give you is the tools to create it here and now. You can go to accessconsciousness.com and check out, you know, tools, check out classes, check out all kinds of stuff. we got books, audios, videos, kind of have it all. And you go to my website, drdanehere.com, and there's a couple of free video series there for you that are my gift to you, uh, designed to increase your elegance and your possibilities of living. So come welcome, check it out, guys. Welcome to our world, folks, where it's all about the elegance of living, the least amount of energy to create the greatest amount of change you can possibly have. And truly enjoying being alive. 
Thanks for being with us on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. We look forward to being with you next week. Ta-ta for now. Welcome to our Thanks, world. everybody. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.